Healthcare systems have long grappled with the inefficiencies and disconnected processes that cause frustrations for patients, doctors and hospitals. By getting collaborative and interoperable, maybe there's some opportunities for us to eliminate a lot of these barriers to delivering quality services, particularly in e-bookings. In this episode, Sophie Turner from Talking Health Tech speaks to Michelle Blanchard from Magentus Group and Tatum Nixon from HealthScope. And in this episode, we talk about the evolution of Genie Solutions and Magentus Group and their recent work in the interoperability space, the process and the collaborative efforts to bring e-bookings to life and the importance of integrating services like e-bookings into the practice management workflow for a tangible impact on efficiency and communication. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. Between now and the end of June, we're conducting the 2024 Talking Health Tech audience survey. This helps us prioritize content, hone in key messages, and refine the show to make it even better. We also want to understand who the biggest cohorts of our audience are. So I'd love for you to take five or 10 minutes to have your say and complete the survey. Everyone who completes it goes in the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of THT Plus membership credits to put towards a membership for yourself as an individual or to help get the word out about your company. The link to complete the survey is in the show notes of this episode or just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey. Hey Team Health Tech, welcome to Talking Health Tech. I'm your host Sophie and today I'm at the Magenta's office in Brisbane with Michelle Blanchard and Tatum Nixon to chat about brand evolution and e-bookings. Welcome guys, are you happy to give us an introduction and tell us a little bit about who you are and what your roles are? I'd love to, thanks Sophie for coming and spending the little time with us today. Um, I'm Michelle Blanchard. I'm the CEO of Magentis Practice Management. Um, that's a division of the newly formed Magentis Group. Um, and I'm Tatum uh, Nixon. I'm the Consulting Suites Manager at Gold Coast Private Hospital. And I was previous admin manager at a few different sites. So I am now the SME for the bookings project. You will thank you both for being here today. Up until recently, Magentis Practice Management was known as Genie Solutions and was very well known in the industry. Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about how the brand has evolved and how you're now entering that interoperability space? Yes, well, about coming up for two years ago, uh, Genie Solution changed ownership and we joined an organisation with a number of software solutions across Australia and the UK. And recently we've come together under a newly created brand and that brand is Magentus. And so the product, Genie and Gen2, very well known and those brands will remain really strong in the market, but they're under the Magentus practice management uh, division now. So those brands aren't going away, neither are the um, other products, but will just be known as a company name as opposed to purely a brand name. So this new interoperability product that we're going to dive into a little bit today is eBookings. Yes. And it's a Magentus product. 
it is, um, but started in the practice management division. So there are going to be a lot of synergies across our division and other parts of Magentis. But in the first instance, we've started creating this product and creating this solution for our customers in partnership with HealthScope from the practice management division. But once we've started to roll that out and we've and this is e-bookings that we're talking about today, but we also have e-requests in the diagnostics in pathology and radiology space. And we envisage that there will just be more and more opportunities for us across the group and connecting with a number of different stakeholders across the health ecosystem um, in Australia and ultimately the UK as well in the coming years. Yep. So I believe this e-bookings platform, it's the first fire-enabled open API theatre booking solution in Australia? Absolutely. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about the background and how you worked with HealthScope to bring this to fruition and develop the product? Yeah, well, we survey our customers regularly because we want to understand what are the pain points that they have and what solutions can we provide for those pain points. Um, We also stay very well connected into the industry to understand what the trends are. One thing that comes out loud and clear and has for years is the broken, disconnected, inefficient workflows and communication streams. And in this instance, it's about getting the operating theatre list from the specialist medical practice into the hospital. But that's just one small instance of very disconnected workflows and communications. But we were really fortunate to be able to find HealthScope to partner with. But HealthScope took, I guess, a bit of a risk, as did we. We didn't know if this was going to work. Were we going to be able to build a solution? And we both invested, not just um, resources, time and money, but took risk and um, built this together. And we're really excited to get it to market now. The Talking Health Tech podcast has evolved a lot over the years all based on audience feedback. Now I need your help, yes you, to shape the future of this show. Between now and the end of June, we're running our biggest campaign to date in order to understand what makes the global healthcare ecosystem tick. Last time we ran our Talking Health Tech audience survey, we learnt 40% of our audience are clinicians, 77% of our audience tune in for professional development and market awareness, 8% of people listen to Talking Health Tech for competitor profiling, and only 2% of people listen to the podcast to fall asleep. And this time around, I can't wait to find out about your preferences for audio versus video content, which topics we should dive into more, preferences for hosts and formats and geographical reach and so much more. And don't worry, we'll be sharing all the insights once all the responses are collected as well. So if you're a supporter of Talking Health Tech and you can spare five or 10 minutes, please complete our 2024 audience survey. And to say thanks for your input, everyone who completes the survey goes into the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of credits towards THT Plus membership. Go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey or the links in the show notes of this episode as well. Tatum, so you have been a part of the pilot for eBookings. You've been working with Magentis, mm-hmm. HealthScope and with Gold Coast Private Hospital. As one of the first users of the product, can you explain how it works? Yes, so it's built very well into the current workflow on both sides. So on the Genie and Gen 2 side, it's just an extra button that you press that has the e-booking functionality. 
So it will preview the e-booking of what you're sending through to HealthScope. It gives you the ability to pick up a patient consent form as well from a patient file, which has been really, really good throughout the um, proof of concept for us. That was a manual piece of paper that can literally hold up theatre and stop a procedure going ahead. Um, And it was going through to the hospital in any which way known to mankind. It was getting emailed, faxed, it was getting handed in. Um, So we were relying on patients to bring it in in some occasions. So what this product does is it gives us as a practice manager the opportunity to pick it up from a patient file and export that file electronically straight into that patient's HealthScope file in HealthScope system. So that's how it works on the practice end. On the HealthScope end, we receive that and all of the demographic information and booking information electronically straight into our WebPass system, our hospital management system. So there's no room there for manual entry error. There's no room there to lose those manual forms. So a very, very manual process um, is becoming electronic with e-bookings. So I imagine it's completely changed your day-to-day and the efficiency of, of how you do the practice management? Absolutely. It's changed in so many different ways as we've been watching through this POC. Firstly, it's changed in the sense that we can send a booking straight away. So as soon as a consult's completed, patient can come out with their information for surgery and give that to us as a practice manager or a receptionist and we pop it straight in and send it straight off to the hospital. So no more waiting for a list to be finalised or to fill a list of maybe five or six patients. We can actually send as we're going. So the hospital gets the information ASAP then that triggers the hospital to communicate with the patient ASAP. So originally we were waiting to fill a theatre list. It could be a couple of days before that the hospital get the theatre list. Now it can be a couple of months before as the patient actually sees the doctor. So a massive change in timeframes there and a massive change in communication to the patient. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very time-consuming and complex process getting from identifying the need for surgery to getting on the table and then that, that mm-hmm. post-care. So for, for both of you, what other problems does eBookies solve? For us in a practice, it solves the issue of communication. So we can communicate electronically. So Jeannie can send updates, cancellations and manage that theatre booking electronically now. It used to be time wasted on the phone, trying to get the booking clerk on the phone, booking teams calling, chasing the practice managers, leaving messages that don't get through, emails and faxes. We all know what fax is like. You don't (laughs) have no idea if you're going to get the fax or not. Everything's tracked. So we can track the progression of a booking that we send now electronically. We can see if it's been received. Once it's been booked in, the hospital can communicate back and say if they need any action or if they need extra information from the practice. And so it's a communication tool as well. an electronic communication tool that we've never had, which improves our workflow because we're on the one one system communicating rather than, you know, you have to get out into your email, you have to scan a piece of paper in or you have to chase someone on the phone. We're doing all of that communication through the one system and we can track, like I said, who's received what, when this was done. We've never been able to, as a practice end, see how the the information we've sent through is progressing or even if, if someone's received it previously. And now we can keep an eye on it and we can see where it's at and we can let our patients know as well. So it improves the patient experience in that way that we are getting things sooner to the hospital, things are getting organised sooner, the communication it has improved a lot and that communication improves the patient experience. Wonderful. Thank you. Have you got anything to add to that, Michelle? 
I think Tatum pretty much covered it all. Um, but um, highlighting patient experience is important as well. So, you know, our customers, our users are the doctors and the practice staff and, um, and Tatum works in a hospital and it's about efficiencies for hospital and um, the specialty suite staff. But equally, even more so importantly, is the patient. So cancelled surgery for patients is incredibly stressful. Cancelled surgery for um, hospitals and doctors is frustrating and a waste. Um, We all know and we hear in the press all the time about the challenges and difficulties getting your surgery completed. The last thing you want is operating theatres sitting there underutilised and and, and empty because of a last-minute cancellation due to incomplete information or, you know, missed information. So this should really help more patients access surgery in a more timely manner as well. So we feel pretty good about that. So it's been in the market for a few months now. How's the response and the feedback been? Well, we started um, at the proof of concept site at the Gold Coast um, Private Hospital and and Tatum's a real live user. So um, I think you've heard the feedback and it's going extremely well. Um, Our plan is to roll out across all of the health scope sites across the country in a staged approach because it does require some training of the staff in the practices and the uh, bookings team within the hospital. And so HealthScope will undertake that. But for the specialist practices that are using Genie or Gen 2 that aren't located in the hospitals, and there's a lot of them that refer in to hospitals, we'll be really actively educating them and campaigning out to them to ensure that they're really aware of this technology so that they can start utilising that. So we envisage by uh, Christmas, there should be roughly about 10 hospitals live um, and then we'll continue to um, expand to the others in the following months. And Tatum, through the other visiting medical officers and clinicians, what other functions and benefits have you noticed within eBookings? So throughout the POC, we decided to build in with Magentis and the Genie and Gen 2 teams a dashboard so that we could see on the practice side, we can see our booking list at a glance so we can see what needs action and where are things at. So that's the first time you've actually been able to electronically, I guess, manage a draft theatre list. So that's definitely something that in the proof of concept and as we've been rolling out, a lot of the practices have really enjoyed. So they can now electronically see where they're at and they can manage an electronic version of a draft list rather than printing out different versions of a, a piece of paper and having to manage their list through a piece of paper. But that's definitely accidentally come about and that's um, something that the practices will like. Throughout the hospital, we've seen a flow on effect to so many different areas just from getting that information early and sooner. So we've seen that we can order equipment sooner, we can do fund checks and get financials in place sooner, we can check things with the health fund sooner, see if you've got a pre-existing condition, you, can, you need paperwork from your specialist, it gives patients the time that they need to sort of get those things ready so that they can actually have a smooth admission. Um, it even affects things like pulling charts in the hospital sooner, just the preparation, um, staffing and things like that. So we've just seen so many things that benefit the staff in the hospital, the VMO and the, the doctor and also the patient just getting organised sooner, getting information sooner and getting accurate information sooner as well. So the accuracy coming through electronically. There's times, you know, I sat with the bookings teams throughout this proof of concept and they're trying to book things in off a piece of paper where it's handwritten. It's just taken away all of that stress and all of that extra work 
just to get something simple done. Um, so I think that everyone benefits from this. So the patient benefits, like I've said, the doctors would be happy and benefit from this. If it means their lists don't get cancelled, if it means patients are happier, if it means all of that communication is smoother, I can't see that anyone wouldn't benefit from this process. And Michelle, where where do we see the long-term vision of e-bookings and the sort of interoperability in general? So as I said earlier, interoperability is about connecting uh, workflows and connecting information and streamlining communication and there's so many areas that can be improved in in healthcare and we have already started down that path in the diagnostic space and um, we're now with Sonic electronically transferring out and receiving pathology orders and it's not just about the sending of the information I think as Tatum touched on it's about the visibility of the status of things so that's a big part of the challenge in healthcare as well people ask for things to be done send referrals etc but they don't know has it actually been received has it been actioned etc so a big part about of interoperability is that visibility for all the stakeholders in the healthcare delivery process so they can see have what I've asked my patient to do or have what I asked my colleague or the hospital etc these things are they being undertaken in a timely manner so that we can progress and improve the patient's healthcare Sounds like there's a great partnership that's been fostered and you've successfully managed to deliver a a really unique product out in the market now. Well, Tatum and Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today and having me in the offices. Um, Having come from a nursing background, seeing these amazing offices that everyone has, it's pretty amazing and exciting to be here. So thank you. Great. Thanks, Sophie. Pleasure to um, talk to Talking Health Tech today. And thanks so much, Tatum, for coming and and sharing your side of the real lived experience (laughs) of our products. No problem. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end of this episode. If you made it this far, you're the perfect person that I want to hear from. Our THT Plus audience survey is now open until the end of June. And I personally read every submission. In fact, If you leave a comment in the survey that you heard this promotion in a podcast episode, I promise I'll reply directly to you by email with a personal note of thanks, and I'll even buy you a coffee next time I see you in person. It's pretty easy. Just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey and have your say. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com. 